We've got some Hey, I'm Louis. I'm Louis. You're listening to the Content is Profit podcast. We spent the last four years learning the strategies and techniques from some of the top marketers in the world on how to create content that turns into profit. If you'd like to learn more on how to turn your content into profit, go to contentisprofit.com. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, guys. Today, we have an awesome guest and an awesome topic. You know, in here we put how to achieve the laptop lifestyle. And so much more. But, but, and yeah, so much this, more. This is so much more than just that. This is how to create, also how to create awesome impact in Legacy, what you do. impact. <gasps> but be, before we start, yes. dude, every time you switch <laughs> something in the intro, you know, like your tone or something, dude, it, it, it makes me laugh. It makes me crack up. And then I feel like I'm just going to mess up the whole thing. Ah, it's okay. <laughs> you, you just get our focus, Fonzie. Come on, come on. We're live here. All right. Sometimes we ask ourselves, who is crazy enough to have us in their podcast? Well, today's guest was actually one of the first ones to have us as a guest in her awesome podcast, Marketing Launch Radio. And let me tell you, she is the definition of energy. That's right. Today's guest is on a mission to inspire and educate change agents. I am actually very curious to know more about this change agents not only that she travels a lot developing marketing and leadership solutions while encouraging others to activate their potential wow let's not forget here a few important facts maybe the most important facts of all she is a singer songwriter open water swimming enthusiast and a foodie she has been living the laptop lifestyle for almost five years ain't that the dream that is right. That is. That, that is a dream right there. Guys, please welcome creative entrepreneur, host of the Marketing Launch Podcast, and newly coined Aqua Woman, Miss Samantha Gooden. <laughs> welcome. Oh my god oh my god that has gotten to be the best intro ever like aqua woman i love it i take it i take it <laughs> let's that's me go. oh my god yeah we nailed yeah, it fancy yeah. good job man good job All right, let's you go. were like right on the line today with that intro but <laughs> samantha we can't we're so excited to have you welcome to the show thank you listen guys i am so thrilled to be here like i said when I think of you, I think of you guys, I think about community and belonging to something that is phenomenal, just absolutely phenomenal. So when we first met, right, it was just, it was, it was in a fantastic Facebook group with other really cool people. And I was like, oh, I really like those guys. This is really cool. You know, because you, you can just know your people. And then I have watched you grow. It's phenomenal what can happen also in a short space of time that's you, right you guys doing really great work really ah, great thank work. you so much thank you that, so much that means a lot coming from the pro i i actually like um i had no idea how to bring guests and i think like when you brought us onto your show which by the way everybody listening now should go actually check samantha's uh podcast because it's freaking amazing uh and i was like okay you know we're doing these episodes and we're doing it solo and you know we're we're kind of arguing about marketing and stuff like that <laughs> just fighting like just normal fighting. brothers uh, and we're like okay you know i think it's time to you know start bringing some guests and the way that you made it so easy for us to come on and uh that's very important when you're running a show right uh, i was like wow there's some a lot of good pointers here that we need to implement so i just want to say thank you for showing yeah, us so the path cool. and uh, now everybody's like asking us how do we do it so we're like okay just just go to samantha she knows 
She knows. Y'all are so cool. Listen, oh my goodness. Having great people, I think the power though of, it's not even so much us having great guests, it's us creating a great space for guests, right? Because we're in communication. And whether it's the listeners having this great place to come where they can feel at home and listen to us, or for the guests to just feel at home so they can fully express themselves, I think yeah. it's 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 huge. It's just such a great blessing to do that. That's yeah, so awesome. I agree. I hit you. I, I think you hit the jackpot right there, which is creating the space for for the guests. Uh, that just for, for everybody listening, that point right there. If you have a podcast or any sort of platform, that's the goal right there. That's right. Yeah. So, so I, my, yeah. I'll, I'll let you go. No, go ahead, go ahead. Yeah, yeah. I can feel the fire inside of you. Go yeah. ahead, let it out, let I, it out. I can, I can see your mind going already. <laughs> let it out. You know, with podcasts, I, I'm. I, you're gonna do the awesome, you know, intro stuff. But a part of what I do is coaching. A lot of times, people think, oh, you know, as a coach, you're just there and you're taking people through. But I recognize that all of us have the power to create space around us for people around us to have phenomenal experiences, right? Mm -hmm. So I'm here on this podcast having a phenomenal experience with you. Thank the people you. listening are having a phenomenal experience. But you have taken your energy to craft this space, which is what I call life design. Ooh. So you've done this. And it's like, you are like, oh, I love it. So you give us emotional architecture. You mm -hmm. give us Communication architecture. You put that all together and just give us this explosive pow experience. Okay, I'm done. I just I love it. I love it. Oh my god, I'm so excited. Uh, I, as you're saying that, like I'm going here through the notes and like we honestly like fancy. I think you could have done a lot better with that intro. Anyways, it was really good, but I think you can do a lot better because wow, you just told us I, here that you had like your first twenty thousand dollar a week, like twenty thousand dollar a week. Wow, yeah. and I know like monetary. Yeah, you know it's. It's literally secondary. I know the show is called Content is Profit. Yeah, profit can mean so many things. So, so, so many things. Uh, but that's massive for somebody that is coaching others and empowering and, and giving all these values. So I think that's a huge milestone that a lot of people starting up like aim to that point. The other thing is like you've coached over a hundred females entrepreneurs through your own courses in the last nine months. Wow. I mean, talk about hourglass effect, right? You impact one people yep. and then that one person is going to impact some, so many others. And behind the scenes, you were chatting, you were telling us that you were coaching coaches. So mind blowing the impact that your community is, is creating, you know, uh, there, there's so many other things, but we'll dive in into that. Samantha, I want to ask you like, Who are you? Like how this, like the whole thing coaching started, you know, you, you, you lived in so many beautiful places. Why now? Why are you doing what you do now? Um, wow. <clears throat> you know, so there are at least 10 answers trying to come out of my head all at the same time <laughs> on this. So I'm going to start here and just say today is one of the most special days of the year for me because 12 months ago I had lost everything. I lost my money. I had lost my personal savings, the profit from my six-figure coaching company. We had just hit 500K. Our big client had said, see ya, later, wouldn't want to be ya, canceled mm. the contract with us. And um, I had a team of 20, and on this day exactly was the day I was saying goodbye to my last team member. I didn't have money to pay them. And I wound up going to a pawn shop to pawn my jewelry to see if they would give me enough money to help me to give to get money. I had already sold my laptop and um, I, I, it was just I was at the end of my road. <clears throat> I went to the pawn shop and they gave me little or nothing for my jewelry. So I told them I'm not giving my jewelry and I'm going to leave. And I found another way. I borrowed enough money to pay half of the person's salary. 
Mm. And I had enough, $100 left to go do the One Funnel Away Challenge, which would have been for my second time. And I said, I'm going to just put my head down and learn the stuff inside of here. Within a few weeks, I created my very first course, which was called Marketing Launch Secrets at the time. Ten people signed up for $497, and that $5,000 put food on my table. And then I just started using that and reinvesting that to um, go into more programs, learn more things. Because I'm a a marketer with 20 years of experience, but not in the digital and online space, not direct response marketing. I I knew absolutely nothing about that. And definitely nothing about taking expertise and selling it. And just because you're a marketer, it also doesn't mean that you're good at sales either, right? So my story really starts out, I'm a girl with two science degrees. I, I, I love sciences. I, wow. I I used to be the person that you used to test your blood and your urine and every other body fluid that comes out of you. Everything. Just <laughs> you name it, I've done. Yeah. I've, I've tested it, right? I was that girl. But I also had this creative passion within me. And I started my first business when um, I was, wow, I was 22. By the time I was 25, I was completely bankrupt because I put all my money into the business. And my business partner ran off with that and the secretary. Ooh. But that is another story. And, this um, is like a true crime kind of podcast. <laughs> We're going through that like right now, yeah. <laughs> but, but my point is that you know there are so many twists and turns that we can yeah. take in life. Mm. It, it's it, it. What brings me here is it really is a story of, of resilience that you can feel like you're being crushed and have nothing, but when you stop in the moment and you appreciate, like I appreciate being here right now. This is one, like I said, one of the most precious. It, this day means more to me than my birthday. Because wow. it means that change is possible. Well, thank it, you for sharing can. it with us. With us, yeah. Thank you for coming on. Wow, what a what a powerful story, and we're just we're so honored that you know we, you took time of your day, especially this such a special day to you know share your message and your story. And uh, huge props to you because a lot of people out there might be going through a lot of this. So hopefully this can help them, you know, take that next step and uh, you sh- show them that it's possible. Basically, like that's the, that's the important thing. Yeah. Whatever you're doing, there's always tools and there's always resources and there's always a way that then you can actually go out and execute. Yeah, I think yeah. that the, the belief aspect, right? Like we have, we can have the tools and the resources, but if we don't believe, it's gonna be very difficult to achieve some things. And I feel like the the stories like yours are the ones that give people that belief and say, "I can do it too." Yeah, yeah, and oh my goodness, as Like, as a woman in the space, guys, let's just be real. There are not a whole lot of women doing this thing. And there are a whole <laughs> no. lot, not a whole lot of women of color doing this thing either. But I, this is my thing, that as we all unite together and share our stories, you guys become the beacon of hope for, you know, some, some of the guys who are like, I don't know, I wonder if that's possible. I become the beacon of hope for, for another girl or another woman who does that. And then we have this massive impact but it's the collective consciousness and most importantly the collective genius of all of us as entrepreneurs yeah. that can change the world like i really believe that i really do a hundred percent i think uh and you know we mentioned it earlier but that hourglass effect i think we heard like russell talking about it that he was like uh a little yeah. de- depressed on you know you know like all these people are like we providing all these opportunities and there's so much potential and uh and there's so many still so many people saying no and we see it you know with our own business you probably see it with your own business we're like we know what we put out or what we teach like can create that impact but then 
we tend to focus on the negatives, right? And sometimes we got to flip it. And it's, if it's just one person that we're helping and they're having massive success, that one person is helping two other or is saying something to somebody that then that is going to change their days and then it multiplies. So if each one of us and for you guys watching or listening, right, if you're creating that impact at least for one person, right, at least for one yes. person is yes. enough. If you're doing that change just for you, that's enough because guess what? Growth oh comes God. with it. Yeah, and the thing is, right, you can – so leadership is influence, nothing more and nothing less. That's what John Maxwell says. He's kind of like my ultimate master coach. And the power of influence just means that for us as marketers, we are shifting perception with the intention of a sale. A sale yeah. can be for a smile. A sale can be for your product. A sale could be for anything. But when we do the perception shifting and do it in a powerful way, understanding that we have influence, literally the world, it, the world is just ready and waiting. They're ready and waiting for you and ready mm -hmm. and waiting for your message. I'm going to tell you the story of a little woman in South America that I did work with. She could not. And the guys, that's why I'm saying your podcast is powerful. You guys are powerful. She could not afford to pay her rent. She could not afford to, to take care of her, her business. And she was in business for about a year and she'd never made a profit. And in 30 days, we sat and worked together. I didn't do anything phenomenal, but I helped her to see possibilities. Mm. Within the first 30 days, she wasn't just breaking even. She had enough to pay rent. She took her kids out. It's, it's that the work that we do helps people to completely shift their lives, the lives of their children, the lives of their community. That's right. So no matter how bad things feel for you right now, I'm telling you, you have a powerful purpose. And I want you to discover it in a fearless way. Love it. Yeah. And then if we, if we throw content and you just multiply all that content all over the place Damn! kapow okay yeah <laughs> bam yeah yeah I mean, that is that is true. but that, that, that's like like fifth step don't worry like you gotta you know you like get get it out like at least on a facebook live I, i'm saying yeah yeah you just gotta <laughs> you just gotta start it it is difficult to take the first step i'm yeah. not gonna like uh you know it it took us what three years to take the first step and yeah. I mean, the, the change since we did that, what follows is that momentum that you're falling down and you have to take the next step and then you have to take the next step and yeah. it starts building up. Um, but that first step, it is it is difficult. And I mean, I encourage people to, to take it because then yeah. you're going to enjoy the trying not to fall and just like walking all awkward uh, in one direction, you yeah. know? You, you mentioned shifting perspective, right? And, and you know, we, we've shared this story a couple of times, but uh, a few months back, like before we even started the show, we almost lost the business because mm -hmm. uh, of COVID happened. Like most of our clients were brick and mortars. Yeah. Most of them had to close. Yeah. Uh, there was no plan B. It was, you know, we're at, at that point, we're almost freelancing. You know, there's some, st some stuff that we're giving here and there for other people. But mm -hmm. we actually... I had a massive freak out, right? And then, yeah. you know, Fonzie was like, go take a walk for like two days. So I went out for a walk for like yeah. two days. And I, and I, I, can, I, I, I can't handle <laughs> ne negative energy. Yeah. <laughs> I can't handle negative energy in here. I'm like, yo, Zero. you're going to have to just, step just, out of this office. Just go. Just go. <laughs> so I went out, cried a little bit, came back. I'm like, okay, how do, you know, how do we tackle this? But, uh, you know, Fonzie there was massive help because he's like, hey, let's change perspective. We have all this time now that we were executing for the clients that we had. We have some runway. What can we do with that with that time? So we we just literally dedicate ourselves to publishing, right? And that's why the show was born, and that's why we do three times a, a week, every single week, live with amazing guests just like you, like you do. So for us, that shifting in perspective, 
uh, has turned into a massive lesson, right? And it's one of the things that we bring dear to our heart because it literally saved the business. It will, if we were able to hire full-time team members, uh, yeah, like it, it's it's exploded. You know, revenue like double, almost triple now. It's it's yeah. incredible. Thank you for everybody and also everybody that's listening to the show because you know you guys are showing us that this is so worth it. Now, for you, right? When was that moment when you felt the first shift of, of perspective? Because we've talked to a lot of people and they're going through, let's say they're going through a very negative situation, which right now the world is, right? And when we have this conversation and we say, hey, the only thing that you got to do is change your perspective and everything is going to get better, they find very hard to do so. And they're like, I don't see a way. So I want to find out when was that moment for you and how do you change the perspective? Oh, my God. So I am actually reaching for my journal because um, this is July 22, 2019. And the quote here is, I accept that the past is not the determining factor for my future. Mm. This was kind of when the turning point happened for me. Now, understand, I had spent eight months going back and forth, trying to enter contracts, trying to get people to sign me up again, and nobody would sign my company, even though we'd done brilliant award-winning work, right? <clears throat> and I started losing um, confidence in myself and my ability to do anything. Mm. But I had to come to the conclusion that the past was not a determining factor for my future. So as I went through this, um, I came to this little conclusion. It's, it's, this is why I believe in journaling and I'm telling you, listen, just if you need to remember where you came from because it's not, it's not always going to be the way it is right now. It's not always going to be. So there was this thing that I wrote that says, what if I had to lose it all so that I would know what it would be like when I got it all again? And I started having this feeling that there was a tsunami that was happening, that the water is receding. Everything seems to be still and quiet. My entire life seems to be on hold and in ruins. But it was like knowing that was happening to me, but yet at the same time realizing that it wasn't, it wasn't the end. It was part of the journey. That's when it started shifting. Now, I still needed, like, for where I was, where I am, <clears throat> where I was last year this time, I still had to go through another eight to 12 weeks of absolute misery, of anxiety attacks and sleepless nights. But that was the turning point that I realized just because I've had a really bad, you know, set of months, like almost a year, yeah. I'm going to be able to, I'm going to be able to come through this. Wow. So sometimes it's just a glimmer of hope. Yeah, and that you hold on to. So you're the la the second part of your question is what do you do? What do you do when you have the glimmer of hope? You hold on to it. Yeah. You hold on to the glimmer because what you focus on expands. So what I started doing at five o'clock in the morning is I used to go sit out on remember I live a laptop lifestyle. So I for the place that I was staying, I used to go just go at five a.m. to the sofa. And I found a very quiet little meditation that I would um, listen to. It was just meditative music. And I would imagine myself doing things that what well, I'm doing right now, going to the wow. beach mm -hmm. and doing like, because I was in the U.S. Um, and doing the things that I really love doing. Um, and just taking myself emotionally and connecting to that space. And people, you know, as entrepreneurs, we don't talk enough about the power of mindset to shift mm -hmm. that. 
And even though I woke up and that wasn't my reality, in the time that I was there, I still have this really great hope for a better future. You know? Beautiful. Wow. I, I love it. I, I do have a question a little specific with that, right? Like, I, I do believe in in visualizing, you know, what we want and and holding to that glimmer of hope, like you said. But at the same time, you know, like I, in the past, for example, with, with soccer, I remember when I was going to do like tryouts for a team or whatever, I would put like motivational stuff in my ears and I was like, yes, I can do it. I can do it. Right. And as much as it would get me pumped up, I think what got me to, you know, where I played soccer was the environment where I was with other good players that raised me to like a better level, I guess. So what is there anything else like that in your in your story that played a role? Did you meet someone, you know, maybe a mentor that that took you to, from step A to step B in that journey or or so what I, love, I said all oh, say that. Yep. I love that you said that. So, yeah, I can give you the tangible part. So guess what? You see, when you, after you get up at five o'clock and you listen to your meditation, you're feeling really good. Then you have to do some work. Yeah. <laughs> so remember I told you that I had borrowed money to pay half of the person's salary and I kept a hundred dollars to the one funnel away challenge. Correct. That stuff is work. The guy that I latched onto immediately was Steve J. Larson. Steven Larson is my boy. And what I can't tell not <laughs> yes. Steven, right? So when he interviewed me on the One Full Away, um, thing, in fact, he and I have had like at least two interview experiences together because he came on my podcast too. I'm like, ah! Right? <laughs> That's um, awesome. And in the midst of that, it was him. It was him talking about his story, right? Just wanting to be able to make a little money and then move on to make an, a, you know, and shifting perception that way and his resilience that those are the guys that I started listening to and I had a little prayer which is I just want to breathe a different air so what happens in one funnel away is if you start connecting with people inside of the challenge it opens you up to a brand new world yeah. somehow in that world I got introduced to Alex S. Elliott yes. I did not have enough money to to purchase Alex's course the first level of her course But I went on, someone was going live and said, if you can find $50, then I will allow you, I'll do some kind of exchange and I'll get you into the first level of the program. That is what helped me understand online marketing, social media, right? Doing that introduced me to Andrew Kruse. Mm-hmm. I was then into the tribe of buyers world. And then, I mean, the rest is history. There's so many other amazing things that have happened since then. But it, it, it kept, it meant there was work. One of my friends said yeah. that I used to spend more time with Stephen Larson than anyone else. <laughs> it's like, you're always talking to Stephen. You're always, but I was so focused. That's all I wanted to do because I wanted yeah. to get it, you know? Yeah. yeah. I, 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 We feel so identified with that story also because, you know, Steve, if you're listening or you're watching, no, we're busy, but you're a coach, so you should be watching this. But anyway, <laughs> um, you know, we, we, we felt that too. You know, we, we went through the same challenge. It was life-changing. We were in a place where we really didn't really know what service to offer. We had many services and, you know, focus was lacking, right? And, you know, Fonsi here, Fonsi Hacking Live, we saw Dan Henry speak. And I think yeah. his his speech was like one of the most impactful things because he was talking yeah. about focus, right? And, uh, and just like you said, like you find those mentors, right? Or those coaches that can guide you. And there's a ton of people out there, right? And we got to understand that that's okay. You know, one person is going to lead you to the other one. You know, somebody early in our career was Grant Cardone. Grant Cardone yeah. is not a person that we follow nowadays, 
we yeah. follow his spirit of execution. But what he talks about sales, we talk we, we, we talk something different because we found our path, yeah. right? You, you don't have to like yeah. latch on to that. But then you're going to find that one coach that for you was Steve, you know, Andrew, Alex, all these wonderful people, right? That we also been part of those communities. And that's why it's so important because one person is going to lead you to the other one. And then you're going to be able to craft your stuff, right? Yeah, I, I think the, the internet just makes it so easy to no, 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 find the right it person only makes it easy if you are open to receive yes True. right only because there are so many people who are on the internet right now who are like i don't know what to listen to i don't know who to talk to i don't know that person like if you're going to the internet skeptic skeptical guess what you're just going to get cynicism and more skepticism back there's a ton of other people doing that <laughs> yeah. someone asked me the other day like so do you know these people like have you met them i'm like no but they're the best friends i ever had and i've never met you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah no I, i i do agree with that there's people need to be open-minded for sure right but when we're talking about having that glimmer of hope i feel like when you have that when you have that feeling inside of you mm -hmm. that you know you can do it you get a little hope going on then it is easy to be a little more open-minded, right? Um, I, I do invite people to check themselves, right? If they see someone, are, are we just judging them immediately? Because I was one of those for that, <laughs> that I, I used to see some people that maybe is marketing that I do, I'm not attracted to, right? Like the cool cars and stuff like that. And I was like, oh, I started judging like, oh, how do you get that? How do you do that, right? I don't know their story. I don't know where they come from. Um, but they can be 100% legit, right? And I'm here judging them. So I do I do agree with you in the sense that you got to be open-minded in, in that term. And I, I I had a question since you started your story. Um, I don't know. It gave me a lot of curiosity. You said that you were a marketer with 20 years of experience. Yet, when it comes to the digital side, you felt like you knew barely anything. So Zero. I, I'm, I'm curious what, like, Why is that? I don't know, like yeah. 20 years so is a is lot. Wonderful. This is wonderful. So, you know, the thing is, here's here's marketing, right? For the marketing that I did, I grew up or or grew into advertising and advertising agency. So my first business was actually AV company, audiovisual. So I wrote scripts um, for TV commercials, radio commercials. I used to voice a lot of ads and a lot of jingles because I could sing. And I went into an advertising agency as a writer, producer, and then became a creative director. Within the creative director role, I don't have to be doing any, any digital marketing. In fact, mostly we hire agencies to do that work and then tack them on to our campaigns. So technically, even though you can work in advertising and marketing, you don't actually have to know any part of that. Yeah. I've done huge campaigns. I've run budgets for 30. Oh, 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 oh no. Well, this was the best yeah, part of the show. <laughs> What just happened? Is that us? No, I don't think so. I don't know. Samantha. Okay. Oh, there we hey, go. We're back. We're back. We're back. Okay, awesome. <laughs> awesome. I think It's you okay. got. I think you got cut off when you were saying 30 years of, and then. Yes. Okay. Okay. Yeah. No. So I was saying that I have managed 30 million dollar budgets, right? Wow. Mm -hmm. And it doesn't matter whether it's a 30 million dollar budget or a three thousand dollar budget. If you are working something large within a marketing campaign, you actually don't have to make a decision about the copy on a sales page or the direct response because you're doing it in a mass marketing from a mass marketing perspective so a lot of the campaigns that i did we were focused on public relations we were focused on things traditional marketing 
TV commercials, radio commercials, and billboards. Yeah. So you can be, and there are lots of traditional, I'm not saying lots, but there are several traditional agencies that still exist where right now, if I talk to those people and ask them, do you understand the difference between engagement and interaction? Do you know how to, what, what organic marketing is? Do you know that you do not need to run an ad to make money? Do you know the power of a personal profile? Like stuff that we talk about normally that we know, marketers, a lot of marketers don't know. Do you know what direct response marketing is? Do you know what a sales funnel is? Do you know that websites are dead? Yeah. Like they have no clue about this stuff. Yeah. yeah. So when I came into the world of what came into this world, I was like, oh my God, it felt brand new to me. It was like, I have learned all this stuff and yet I know nothing. My master's degree, so my graduate degree, I have a degree in a graduate, it's an executive MBA in marketing and entrepreneurship. Dudes, <laughs> half stuff that I learned, like in the first two to three weeks of the One Funnel Away Challenge, I just never learned in my marketing degree. <laughs> yeah. You know? no, it's, it's phenomenal. I, yeah. It, it's such a different way. I'm glad you asked that question because, you know, you know, we come from a traditional education too. And, Hey, nothing wrong with that. You know, my wife just graduated uh, with her doctorate in pharmacy. That uh, definitely, yeah, thank you. Hopefully she listens to this episode. I keep trying to convince her because she doesn't like my radio voice, but that's okay. Katie, there you go. Please watch it. Uh, anyways, uh, but hey, nothing against that type of education, right? But there's, we found that there is so much opportunity, right, outside by executing, right, going out and actually, like, learning this thing uh, and do it. And it's perfectly scalable because we've worked with very big companies, right? Right now we work with a real estate company, $200 million company that has a ton of marketing. Like, I think their budget is about $6 million just for their marketing uh, for one side of the, of the whole thing. And they sell houses through direct response, through content. And that's where, you know, we kind of plug in. Uh, which is amazing. So there's all these pieces, right? And uh, so it's awesome that you were able to kind of break it down now, right? You now both probably, you know, have you have that overview and then you have the direct response aspect that you, yeah. it's probably where yeah. you're killing it. <laughs> and guys, a client of mine, so I do marketing consultancy as well as you do marketing coaching, right? So I do marketing coaching with women and I, I coach coaches, but I also do marketing consultancy. Companies still reach out to me and ask me to develop strategies for them. And um, I'm pretty good at that. But there's a company that I said, guys, I want you to take an organic approach. We can get much further with a really small budget if you do that. But they're so stuck on traditional. No, I need an infomercial. No, I need a TV. No, I need a. I'm like, okay, all right. If yeah. that's what you want, I'll work with that. But there's so much that you can do in the organic space, you know? You, you mentioned that phrase. If that's what you want. And it's funny because we mentioned this before, you know, that the slogan of the show is like, how do you get the frictionless sale, right? People yeah. buy why they what they want, not what they need. Yep. And sometimes us as coaches, uh, as marketers, we got to understand that. So, you know, flipping the script, right? For you, for you listening, right? Sometimes we try to sell and we're not selling. We're convincing somebody that they need our product. Yeah, I mean, for, for me... And that's the, a no-go. The day I realized that was actually with Steve Larson um, <laughs> because he actually sold, you know, the he's the king of offers. And I'm like, we don't have an offer. We need an offer. And as soon as he starts speaking, like as soon as you buy into his course and he starts teaching, he teaches you like three, four steps before the actual offer. But then I'm like, wow, this is like all the goodness I didn't know I needed. And now I yeah. need it and I want it. Yeah. Uh, and yeah. and for me, that was like interesting lead 
with what the client was uh, want yeah. right yeah so yeah. that that is is key to know because again and as coaches right going back to soccer we coach soccer we know what the for example when we co coach kids we're like okay you want to score more goals and we t we tell them we're gonna teach you how to score more goals right but for that mm -hmm. first you need to learn how to stop the ball so we're gonna go yeah. to the basics right now we're gonna start yeah. with stopping yeah. the soccer ball and then we're gonna progressively move there but the way you get them to buy into you as a coach sometimes is by telling them that outcome that they want Have oh you totally absolutely to totally and um I have I've recent more recently been having this conversation about sales um, for coaches because uh, you know it's Brooke so Brooke is one of our oh you know, we love mutual friends love love yeah. and Brooke says Samantha you know I tell people I'm a sales coach but really I do mindset work because one of the hardest things or the hardest types of mindset to overcome is the mindset related to money and to sales, right? Mm. And as marketers, that's also a part of our challenge that we are shifting perceptions. Steve Larson talks about this. We are shifting perception with the intention of a sale. We are shifting mindset. Therefore, we are creating a brand new behavior around what it is that we're doing. Yeah. Um, and it doesn't have to be, it doesn't have to be complicated. Yeah, no, no, I agree. I, and I, I think a lot of people, interpret that as being the the sketchy right like oh i'm trying to convince and it's like no man you're doing them a service like you're helping these people right it's like yeah. what's best for them and the the cool thing is when you see that they actually shift their perspective and you see in their eyes they like open up and they're like whoa did that just happen right yeah. when you know they get it and you're like yes this is so cool yeah i i think Part of that, and again, you know, bringing the conversation a little bit back full circle to what both of us do, it's yeah. with, with a platform, right? And I think that's the job of, of front-end mm -hmm. content, evergreen content, you know, organic content. It's like, hey, you are actually teaching your audience, creating, while you create those points of contact, so then they can make an educated decision at the end of the day is a frictionless sale. So to you, Sam, like how, like, first off, what motivated you to start your platform, your show, your, your podcast and, and, uh, and how, how has that experience been? And I'm assuming it's super amazing because if you're watching now, like she's going all over the place. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, well, here's this thing, right? So what motivated me was just Russell Brunson saying, if you publish 365 days in a year, I'll come back and check you after th day 366 and you will not be poor. Like you will not be poor. You want to change your life, start publishing. But guys, let me tell you what happened with my platform. I started my very first podcast. I probably started it about a year ago too, or a little bit less than that. Yeah. And I called it Fearless Girl Boss. And within the first four weeks, I was so proud. I had like 400 or 500 downloads. It was going very good. And I wasn't promoting this thing. I was just doing stuff because at that time I had no idea what I was doing. <laughs> and then I saw a, a, a lawsuit, a, a threat of a lawsuit in the, in the email. In wow. the email, and the I was being sued. I had a cease and desist order from someone who said that I was in violation of their uh, intellectual property because I was using girl boss. Whole nother story. I've yeah. got a lot of them. Yeah, beautiful. So <laughs> <laughs> I wound up having to stop my podcast, right? Yeah. Um, and it broke my heart. And I said, why? Why would they even do that? I mean, I'm helping women everywhere. Why would you do that? So I said, all right, let me just try to change the name. I'll change the fearless entrepreneurs, but my heart wasn't in it. So I tried and I, I did it for a, little, a few episodes and it didn't think, but I knew that I had to have something that was out there and something that was consistent. Mm. 
So then I came up with what is what's the most what's the thing that I talk about all the time? What do I help people do? I help people launch. That's the core of what I help people crush fears and launch their message. I said, all right, marketing launch radio. It is. I'm gonna make it marketing launch radio, and that's what I'm gonna talk about. And um, we <laughs> we have what we have over 50 episodes. We they're probably about 49 published, and I've got several of them that are going through. And it's been a phenomenal exercise. You know, it's really amazing when somebody says to you, "Hey, Sam, I've been listening to your podcast for a while, and it's really helped me." Beautiful. Like what? Wow. What did you say? Huh? You listen to my podcast because podcast world, you know, it it feels surreal, right? Yeah. Because yeah. you're just there talking to the you're talking to the microphone. Is there anyone <laughs> on the other side of this? But it it works. It works. That's awesome. Yeah, I think I, I relate I, to that feeling when when someone t- tells us like, "Dude, I love your podcast." I was like, "What? Thank you. Do you that listen? is so yeah. Like that you're, is so cool. You're one of those downloads. <laughs> oh my god." I know. Uh, it, it's funny. Like we ha- we have like this. Uh, he's now a business partner, right? But uh, he he came to us and he's like, guys, like you are truly inspiring. Like I, I truly enjoy your show, and it's like yeah. my favorite show. And we're like, nah, you kidding, brother? You can like, no, 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 no. Like legit, you just like surpass Gary V on like what I like about shows. And we're yeah. like, wow, such an honor. Just like and again, the hourglass effect, right? And it's not yeah. just uh, we we talk about this concept called uh, collateral revenue, right? Is is maybe not related to just the the money that comes out of the show or what you're able to sell but the impact that that's able to to create around you right so it's probably allowed you to connect with wonderful people build great li- mm-hmm. relationships i mean this is a wonderful example of that collateral revenue the relationship that we are able to form you know or deepen with you or with your community right uh for us on the personal side we've been able to connect with amazing entrepreneurs like you know steve uh marley jacks katherine jones top brown wow there's so many names sam good you know everything everybody so um and then allows to open opportunities to to share our message in other platforms so it's not just the money that you might be getting paid by an advertiser or selling a product it's all these relationships that they can potentially better your life in so many ways so for us yeah. that collateral revenue is so 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 high and and we value that a lot that pushes pushes us forward do you see that as a as a benefit and that's okay if you don't but have you ever considered uh, what is my collateral revenue from my show? So let me let me tell you. There's a in Jamaica. There's a saying that says, "Good friend better than pocket money," which just means <laughs> if you have good friends, you don't need money because your good friends are even better than money. And the podcast has been exactly that for me. Mm. Um, first thing is your podcast helps you to refine your message. When you refine your message, you have greater confidence and clarity. When you have greater clarity, you have greater power. When you have greater power, you show up even more impactfully within the spaces that you go, right? Mm -hmm. So if we're going to talk about something, uh, you know, very topical right now, which is we're in a time of social unrest. We're in a time of a pandemic. We're in a time of great instability. We're in a time where conversations about gender diversity and racial diversity have become really hot topics. It's because of the stuff that I was doing on my podcast where I said, oh my God, I actually have to stand up and do something. Because I, I, So I do work on my podcast, but I also do work on my personal Facebook page where I talk about the things that are really important to me. And about a month ago now, or five weeks, I had a round table with some really key influences in, 
the online space talking about anti-racism. And I was talking oh. about anti-racism with some people who don't even know, they didn't even realize they were living a life of white privilege. So you talk about the ability to then bring people together through, mm. the, through your platform. Mm-hmm. You start shifting because you become, it's not just about being an influencer, it's about you having impact. And then using that impact to help others shift their perceptions and have greater awareness of life and living, right? So to me, you know, you talk about the the collateral. Let me tell you, the collateral revenue for me has been deepening relationships with brothers and sisters who don't look like me, who don't live in anywhere like me, who have um, audiences that are nothing like my own. I had a conversation with a guy who ran, uh, he's, he's running a summit, but the summit, I, I, I was very outspoken and I said that I didn't feel as if the summit, I didn't, and it didn't appear that way, was diverse, right? Mm. And we were able to meet face to face just because I shared a post. We were able to meet face to face to have a conversation about diversity and anti-racism. Mm. You, that to me is real collateral revenue. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The outcome of that is a young lady reaching out to me and saying, Samantha, I, she's a black woman and she's like, I really feel as if I have to dim my light when I'm around other people. Can we talk about that? Can we talk about coaching? Can we talk? So one, one thing on a platform, we think that sales and marketing is you doing a hard sale and always putting an offer out. It doesn't have to be that way. Mm. The collateral revenue you have is the impact of a life, which to use the hourglass effect is probably the theme of today's you know, <laughs> session. It, you, you're able to have this multiplying, the multiplier effect just, just goes on and on and on. Yeah, that, that I, I love that. Um, I mean, I agree. I, you know, when I explain pe- people that are, are not in this world and maybe they don't listen to like too many podcasts that I have a podcast uh, with my brother and that we talk to, you know, other people uh, as a business. <laughs> They're like, oh, wow, that's interesting. And I'm like, interesting. That's freaking awesome. You know, like the, yeah. the fact that we get to talk to these people that maybe, you know, we wouldn't have the chance to talk to and learn from and express our ideas. Right. Um, it's unbelievable. Actually, today yeah. after yoga, um, I had this like I met this, these two girls. We went to have breakfast at the same place and I started talking And as soon as I started saying this, I was like, wow. Like, I, it just reminded myself. It's like, it is so amazing that we, you know, live in this time that we can actually speak our truth no matter what it is, right? And speak it to the the, the people that we want to help and, and impact, like you're saying, right? So I was like, man, this is so amazing. So thank you for sharing that. Yes. Oh, God. Guys, this is beautiful. Like, <laughs> this is like freaking poetry in motion right here. Yes. It, it is. Yeah. yeah. Thank I, you. Actually, another collateral revenue that I've experienced personally, I've been able to have better conversations outside uh, in, in my personal life, like with the people that I meet. Mm. Now I find myself exploring different ideas in conversations that I was not exploring at all before, mm. right? And it's because this platform has allowed us to now connect with ideas like yours, right? Yeah. Ideas from yeah. other yeah. people. Yeah. And now yeah. we're creating our own, like Holy, Holy Flick calls it, your original yeah. thoughts. Yeah. And you're like, yes. wow, I got the power to come up with original thoughts now. And yes. now I can share this with people and see what their reaction is, whether they agree or disagree. 
And that's the awesome part too. I actually now I'm loving people disagreeing in conversation yeah. with me because yeah. it's like, wow, that, yes, let's open this line of dialogue and see why we're disagreeing with each other, you know? And and that's how we learn. Because yeah. I feel like before it was always the same stories. I would be talking to people, the same Dude, topics yeah. and, totally. and always agreeing with everybody. So I, w I was staying like kind of like in the same in the same street all the single time now my street has like so yeah. many avenues i'm like yeah let's go let's yeah, turn left here right break him into so, the show and he's just like <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Bart, Bart. but you know the thing is what we're talking about here is polarity right in order for you to choose to teach to teach to train to choose a polar uh, a polar a polar position yeah allows you to express yourself in a brand new way and you it's okay for us to not have the same perspective but i want to yeah. i want you to respect me mm -hmm. to listen and i want to be able to respect you and listen too and feel confident enough to share my perspective even if we don't it's okay if we don't but polarity is also what attracts our people to us Yeah. Yep. Mm -hmm. So I have lived my life like that too, right? Oh, I don't I don't want to rock the boat. I'm just going to be okay with everything and everyone. Yeah. And no! Rock it! <laughs> rock that boat! Yes! <laughs> it! Yes. Because one of the most powerful things we have as human beings is our opinion. Mm. Mm -hmm. I love that. Wow. Yeah. Source. Hold on. <laughs> yes, <laughs> I, I was in shock. I was like, "Whoa, what's happening right Hold now?" On. And this one too. This one too. Yeah, there's a gong moment. Okay, there we go. <laughs> oh, I love it. I love it. <laughs> You guys are hilarious. You guys I, are I was so into it. I was like, wait, what's happening? I was like, that's that, it. They've, no, the, pa that, the pause was perfect. I was dramatic. Like, <gasps> yeah, dramatic. so dramatic. But, it, but it's so true. It's so true. And, you know, th this is a wonderful thing, right? And I want to encourage, like, every listener and whoever is watching live right now, uh, first off, thank you if you made it this far. And second, I highly encourage you to, like, look different, like, different points of view. And if you do not agree, that's okay. That means that then the other side is your path. So go out and execute on that path, right? That's, uh, and then if you find something that you agree on, awesome. Explore a little bit more on that point of view. And yeah. then keep diving in. But the most important thing is if you're learning from anybody, either us, Sam, anybody, go out and execute like Sam did. You know, she she dove in. It was like her last hundred bucks. Uh, amazing story. But you know what changed was that she, she actually executed. And we talked about it. We talked we talked about it at the beginning of the episode. Yeah. Um, I, I want to throw like a random fact now that we're in this topic of like your truth and what you believe in, you know, and actually if you believe it, go out there and like don't be afraid of talking about it. Hmm. So when all this um this movement right like well not this movement started but when this the black Lives matter mo recent movement started i guess i started reading for the first time uh malcolm x right and just so you know we come from venezuela where honestly we didn't experience ra racism growing up like for us wasn't a thing right like for me i i knew from like theory what racism was But in Venezuela, is honestly, it's more on, on like a social class level. Um, yes. and, 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 and it's it was not after we after we grew up a little bit. It was it was not on the infancy. So we grew up without yes. it. Yeah. So so when I came here, 
of course, I started hearing about it, people commenting about it. And I was like, oh, like, interesting, right? But I, I never educated myself. And I, I still think I need to educate myself way more on the topic. But I decided to read Malcolm X because I heard a lot of people saying that that was an incredible book. Um, and I know it's part of, of the history that, that needs to be learned. So I read this book and honestly... I'm amazed. I loved that book. I think it was absolutely amazing. But for me, what stuck out the most, like, yes, like the, the book, of course, it paints a, a very clear picture of what racism is and the history mm -hmm. and, and, mm -hmm. and all that. But for me, was the power of Malcolm X to change and to stick to his beliefs and fight yeah. for what he believed in, right? Yeah. And more, most importantly, to accept when he was wrong. And I was like, yeah. man, like this, this for me, that, that was the message. And I was like, this is so powerful, right? So going yeah. in this topic, at that time, he's creating the content, to put it that way, was to go into debates, into these universities, yeah. right? And he... Yeah. He was very, very polarizing and he was attra attracting those people, right? Yes. And eventually when he, for those that haven't, for those that read the book, I guess, uh, when he realized that the, I guess, the religion that he was following at first, it yeah. wasn't the, the true yeah. Muslim religion, yeah. he... he decided to make a stand against that right and speak yes. the truth and i was like man that is so powerful right because yeah. he's not only just just changing boat like jumping ship whatever you want to call it but he's accepting it he's like you know what i was wrong here and this is actually my, my truth now and he was super polarizing in that which of course uh in that in that world that at that time like i think that's what got him killed right But what I'm what I'm saying here, the message please, is please don't tell us if you stand for your truth, you're gonna you're gonna die. Yeah, no, 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 <laughs> no, no that, that's definitely not the message. The message is that is like be polarizing and don't be afraid to be yourself because that's what's gonna attract you know the people that is gonna fuel your movement. Yeah, and I agree. I agree. So I mean, the power of a movement, right? Russell talks about this. Russell Brunson talks about this. the power of a movement is is undeniable. But a movement requires a leader, and a movement mm -hmm. requires a leader that speaks from their point of truth. There's a thing that I teach even coaches, which is the truth of you. I believe the best marketing comes from the truth of who you are. It mm. means that even if you don't have a website, even if you don't know anything about tech, you don't have a huge following. If you speak from the truth of who you are, mm. and you share that truth using the channels that are available to you your tribe will find you. Yeah. I have a thing, it's it's your attractive factor because we are always yeah. attracting people that we are meant to serve, that are supposed to be in our world. So it's not build it and they will come. It is be it yeah. and they will come. Oh, right? I love it. We're like, guys, and if, if, if you guys are listening, we, we stay quiet yeah. because we're literally <laughs> taking notes. We're like, be it and they will come. <laughs> If you think about it, right, this is this is integrity. Integrity yeah. just means that the thing on the inside is the same thing on the outside. 
I believe in personal integrity. My personal integrity is what is the message? What is the mission? So you started by saying, hey, Samantha, you, you believe that your mission is to inspire and educate change agents. Do you want to know what change agents are? A change agent is literally, yes, someone who can act as a catalyst within a space. What is a catalyst? A catalyst is something that can come into an environment, change the environment, and remain unchanged by the environment. Yeah? That's what a catalyst is. I believe the greatest catalysts and the greatest um, the greatest change agents are women who are in business. And, st and stats show it that when you educate a woman and when you help her, she doesn't go to, you know, go pocket the money all for herself. Most of the time, she's taking it to her community and building the community. So when the tide rises, we all rise together. That's what I want to educate and inspire more women so more women get inspired and educated and and Beautiful. and 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 back to the hourglass back to you the hourglass <laughs> i love it fonzie you need to be the woman in this relationship over here <laughs> we, need, we need a woman you need to be it yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that, that's too weird, too weird, guys. Too weird. I don't even know yeah. how to react okay. to that comment right now. Samantha, we need to land this plane. This conversation have, has been amazing. Uh, wow. Yeah. I Please go back, rewatch it. I mean, we say that with every episode, but it's because every episode is so, so amazing. And uh, I just want to ask you two, a couple of last questions here to, to like knock it out of the park. One is like, what is a very quick action point that somebody yeah okay sorry i'm like she's okay go watch the video because i hear it's me this one i want to answer this question yeah let me let you finish answering asking the question yeah there you go <laughs> Woosh, i love the, the excitement there we go so one action point that people can take today to move them forward okay so here's my action point it's very very simple i call it the launch your message method First thing first, decide how much time you want to bring to something. Time really stands for how much time, T for time, how much impact, how much money, how much energy. You want to decide that upfront. Once you've made a decision for that, then it's time for you to do something most people don't like doing. You're going to take what I call fearless action. Yeah. Massive imperfect action. And you're going to start going live with a message. Any message doesn't matter. The more you do it, the better it is. I recommend that you use your free platforms that are available to you. Go take the action. Go live on Facebook. You don't want to do that. Create a little group for yourself. Do it in private. But start publishing in a live way. Why do I say video? The reason I say that you should do it with video is because it is the fastest way for you to get impact. You can use the algorithm to your favor by going live um, one to multiple times a day. Then after that, you're, as you hone your message, identify what's resonating with people, what's resonating with your individuals, you are going to take note of that and package it. You can package that into a small thing or you can package it into a big thing. Right now, I would recommend that you go and package something that starts at $97, anywhere from $97 to $497, right? Yeah. And I'm telling you this because this is ultimately what changed my life. Once you identify what that is, go create a launch plan. Your The recommended launch plan is 21 days. We're going to talk more about that, but it's a 21-day launch plan. Three weeks, you're going to go out with that message specifically telling people. Once you've wrapped that up, you're going to make them an offer at the end of the three weeks. If you do that one thing right now, it doesn't matter if you have zero people watching you on your Facebook page or on your, and you're doing this on your personal page if, or you have a thousand. If you do that and you make an offer, that is one thing that completely changes you. You'll get greater confidence. You will get a greater following. You will hone your message. And most importantly, you will increase impact by 
you by crushing fear because yeah. you're liberating your message and crushing your fears at the same time. Beautiful. I mean, that's a whole that, like, that, that, I, like that's an awesome step. But I invite people to actually write it down and follow it <laughs> yeah. because it is like like you said that's the game plan. That that's exactly what you did that's that changed plan. your life. And what better you know testimonial to that that it works that your own experience. So I'm guys, a, yeah. do it. I'm assuming if they need help with it, they can reach out to you. Of course, absolutely. Hey guys, listen, I I I keep life easy. You want to reach me? You just come to Facebook. Yes. My profile is like probably one of the most open profiles you'll ever find. <laughs> I mean, I really don't have a whole lot to hide. Um, just come into a DM. Just come to DM. Come talk to me. I'm, I'm there all the time. Awesome. Can they can they find the singing videos in Ooh. your Facebook? <laughs> <laughs> You may not find it on Facebook. You can check that out on YouTube. <laughs> It's okay, guys. If you want to know, see the video. We we have it here. So you know, um, we might hold it ransom here if uh, Sam doesn't want us to show in that. You know, it's we'll, we'll talk behind cameras. Yeah, yeah. random fact: <laughs> she is an incredible Amazing. singer. So yeah, yeah I, I I do. I'm gonna make the the opening invite. Okay, Samantha, go check her out because she knows yeah. how to sing. Last okay, question. So I'm gonna, okay, I, I'm gonna give you a, a little song. Luis, 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 you've got me here at ease. Luis, not one but two. I'm here with you and I feel fine. Luis, Luis, Luis. Oh, guys, standing ovation. That was absolutely fantastic. That was beautiful. Woo! Wow. I thank you. I, I think my, my heart grew like twice yeah. twice yeah. its size right now. Yeah. Thank you. So much love. So my dad, last question. Where will you be without publishing? Oh, God, nowhere. Like, I would probably... I probably, guys, so I sent myself a suicidal voice note about this time 12 months ago, so I could most probably be dead. Um, and, wow. and that sounds like, that sounds melodramatic, but actually not, because I found the voice note. Um, without having the expression, sometimes your, your expression doesn't have to be positive. You don't have to be energetic like me, but you do need a place of expression. Mm. And as you are journaling your story, I'm so happy that Stephen Larson speaks about this and I learned this. Document the journey. You don't have to be anyone other than where you are and who you are right now. Just document your journey. That's what publishing allows you to do. It lets you off the hook. You don't have to have a ton load of pretty clothes. You don't have to be anyone other than you need to be. Just, just document. Document yeah. your journey because without that, really, no one's going to know who you are. Yes. Yeah. Wow. So powerful. Yeah. Thank you for sharing that. Yeah. Uh, we really appreciate it. And again, this is the execution primer, guys. If you're listening, if you made it to this point, it's because you are serious about going out there and multiplying your message and making sure that you have an impact, just like Samantha here is doing with her amazing coaching program. And uh, go execute. Guys, go. It works. Go publish, all right? Yeah. Like, follow what Samantha is, is saying. Uh, you know, follow what we're telling you. I mean, we, we've done it about 70 episodes now. So please go. If you haven't caught the message, 
Go do it. Yep. <laughs> we we do encourage you to take action. Take action. Now. Just do it. So, yeah. Samantha, where can we find you? Obviously, you mentioned a Facebook. Amazing place to find you in. We're going to leave the links right in the description. Uh, yeah. SamanthaGooden.com. You can go to SamanthaGooden.com, too. But, guys, see, I just keep life super, super simple. Send me a DM. Yes. Come to Facebook We're and send friends. me a DM, dudes. I'm right there. Oh, that's easy. right, guys. That's right. Or so, a challenge for people listening. <laughs> send her a singing voice note. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, Fonzie, that's your challenge for the next one. And the, the singing note has to say, Samantha, we heard you at the Content is Profit podcast. Yeah, we suck at this. Something like that. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Samantha, don't leave. We have a couple uh, questions behind cameras. But, guys, with that being said, thank you so much for tuning into the Contents Profit Podcast. Go ahead and subscribe. Hit smash that subscribe button. And follow us on social media, at your piece of go. And if you find this episode impactful, which I am sure you did because it was awesome, yeah. don't forget to share it and leave a five-star review. See ya. Bye.